Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I am so excited to be spending time with you this week. I don't know about you, but I have been having a blast these last few weeks. It has been so much fun for me to get to know all of you better and just to hang out. Music and Vibes for me has become like the cool place to hang out. It's almost like a little club, you know, our personal hangout. And I have to thank you all for listening each and every week because without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you. The other day, I was talking with my daughters. I have three. They're ages 12, 11, and 9. And they were asking me like what I wanted for Mother's Day because, yes, it is actually next week. So they were asking me... um, what I wanted for Mother's Day. So I told them that all I wanted this coming Sunday was to have a day all to myself. Then my middle daughter, Megan, she says, Mom, Mother's Day does not mean that you can neglect your children on that day. And I was like, you're not going to be neglected. You'll be with your dad that day, and I will have a day to myself. Then my oldest daughter, Kennedy, decided to weigh in on this discussion and said, Mom, just remember that if it wasn't for us, you would not be able to celebrate Mother's Day, so you need to spend the day with us. By this time, my youngest daughter Dawson chimes in by saying, Yeah, Mommy, you have to spend the day with us. So, I guess it is unanimous that I will be spending the day with my kids on Mother's Day. Now, this question is addressed to all of you moms out there. Now, am I wrong to want to spend Mother's Day either alone or hanging out with some of my friends instead of spending it with my kids? Now, keep in mind that aside from when I am at work and they are in school, I am practically with my kids all of the time. And I love them. I don't even mind it. You know, I think it's fun spending time with them. However, on Mother's Day, I kind of like to take this day and either do something that I want to do alone or spend the time with my friends. To be perfectly honest, I don't even spend the whole day out. It might just be an afternoon or lunch or something like that. But to hear my kids talk, you would think that they were neglected and ignored the whole day on Mother's Day, which is not the case. So what is your take on this? Do you spend Mother's Day with or without your kids? And what are some of the things that you do? I would love to get your opinion on this topic. So just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a response on the Music and Vibes page. You can either message me or just leave me a com- leave me a message in the comments. Men, you can weigh in on this too with your opinion. I would love to hear how you guys think about that. I just wanted to see what the consensus is regarding this topic. So hey, is it, if anyone has any clever solutions to how I can spend Mother's Day with my friends, please let me know. I need some ideas. This week on the podcast, I think that I want to discuss honesty. I know that all of you can agree with me that honesty is very important in any relationship, especially in a marriage or dating relationship. There is nothing worse than having your spouse or significant other lie to you and then you find out about it later. Okay, I know there is no such thing as a quote unquote little white lie, but there are some lies that we can kind of tolerate. For example, let's say that you ask your significant other if they like your dress or guys, If you ask your wife or girlfriend, 
if they like your suit. And then the other person told you yes and how nice you looked in that dress or suit. Are you with me so far? Good. But let's say that the person really hated your dress or really hated your suit and that they just told you that they liked it. Let's just take it one step further and say that we looked horrible in that outfit, but because our husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife did not want to hurt our feelings, they told us that we look good. Now, would that be okay for them to do? I don't know. It's hard to say because style is subjective and what one person likes, another person may not like. But then again, when you ask for their opinion, you really expected an honest answer. So even though they were either trying not to hurt your feelings or make you upset, whichever one applies in that particular situation, they still told you a lie. I think that even though this type of lie would be accepted or even tolerated to some extent, it was still a lie. And I think that even little white lies can eventually cause big problems in a relationship. Just speaking for me, I feel that relationships should be based off of trust, for example. I should be able to trust my husband to have my back in difficult situations. I should be able to trust him to be my rock. I should be able to trust him to be honest with me. I should be able to trust him with my heart and with my emotions. Just like he should be able to trust me with his heart, his feelings, and his emotions. He should be able to trust me the same way that I trust him. Personally speaking, I honestly believe that if there is no trust, there is no relationship. Who wants to spend and invest into someone emotionally if you can't trust them? Relationships and marriage are hard enough as it is. So if you throw in a quote-unquote trust issue, this makes a relationship or marriage that much harder to work. I think that this is something that every one of us can relate to, whether you are married or not. Or even if you are just dating, you can relate. I think if you have ever had any type of relationship in your life, you can definitely relate to what I'm saying. Trust is crucial to any relationship. I think that it would be fair to say that all of us listening at some point in our lives have had our trust broken by our spouse or significant other in some way or another. Some of us have experienced physical or emotional cheating or our trust have been broken by a lack of emotion or caring or by our, by our spouse or significant other. Even though this is not something that most people will talk about, it is something that has happened to all of us at some point in our lives. It is a hard pill to swallow when trust is broken in a relationship, especially when you are the person who have had their trust broken. When our spouse's significant other breaks our trust, it really hurts. And sometimes it is hard for people to get over this broken trust. I remember when I was younger, by the way, I'm still young. I'm just saying that when I was much younger and I, will, I would hear about different people having affairs. I cannot for the life of me understand why they would do that. Like, I was not able to understand why a person would have an affair knowing all the hurt and pain that this act could cause. I just couldn't get it. However, as I got older and began to experience life, I began to hear about affairs, whether physical or emotional, that were happening. But the strange thing is that these affairs were happening to people that I knew. People who I considered to be friends and family. I even heard stories from different people who almost gave into the temptation to have an affair, but decided not to at the last minute. As I heard these stories and confessions, it began to make sense to me. In a, it began to make sense to me that in a lot of marriages and relationships, that trust is broken in some way or another long before the infidelity occurred. 
Trust is either broken by neglect, unkind words, lack of emotion, or caring, a previous affair, or the knowledge that they were being cheated on, etc. Somehow, trust is broken. So this list could go on and on and on. Now, in some instances, I can even say that the person was driven to have an affair because of the actions of their spouse. I found it scary after a while listening to these stories because as people told me different things and I heard different point of views, it was becoming easy for me to sympathize with these individuals who had the affairs because I could understand where they were coming from. Because like everyone else, I too have had my trust broken. I too have felt at times like my husband could have been more caring and more kind, could have been more considerate with my emotions. The fact that I was able to identify with these people who cheated was shocking to me and even scary because I've always thought that I was above cheating. But after hearing these stories, I realized that no one is immune from cheating. No one is immune from lying and no one is immune from being dishonest. No, I have not cheated on my husband, but listening to some of my friends and family talk helped me to realize that you never know what you will do if your heart is broken and your trust has been broken and if you would cheat if you had that opportunity. With that being said, I'm just going to put it out there. Regardless of what happened, I think that cheating is a total violation of a marriage and of a dating relationship. It is wrong, no matter how you put it, no matter what you say, no matter what you feel has been done, not done, what has been said, what has not been said, it is wrong. And I strongly feel that regardless of what your spouse has said or done, that cheating is not the answer. It never, ever, ever makes a bad situation better. It only makes a bad situation worse. So if you are in a bad relationship, that is damaging to you physically, if you're being abused physically or emotionally, then I believe you have some decisions to make. You need to leave because cheating is not going to make an abusive relationship better, whether it's physical or whether it's verbal. You should leave that situation and get out. Now, if you are in a relationship where your trust and heart has been broken, I would suggest that you don't retaliate because cheating is not the answer to this either. Adding an affair to an already broken heart with on your part is not the answer. I would suggest that the first thing you should do is talk to God and ask God what he wants you to do in this situation. I've come to realize that with me, whenever I'm in a situation where I'm upset or I'm hurt, it's hard for me to make a rational decision. It really is. I just cannot make a good rational decision when I am emotionally in a bad state of mind. So what I have come to do is I take a step back like if I'm upset, crying, hurt about anything, I don't do anything because I cannot make a good, informed, rational decision when I'm like that. So after I calm down, I usually pray about it and then I listen to what God tells me to do. So in this situation, I would say if you're in this type of situation, then I would suggest that you take a step back. Don't do anything right now. Just relax, calm down. And I would suggest that you talk to God and ask him what he wants you to do in this situation. I say talk to God first because sometimes when you talk to your friends or family, it's easy for them to give you advice based on what they think is best for you. And a lot of time their advice can conflict with one another. And if you're listening to one person and they give good advice, but it's conflicting with what someone else said who usually gives you good advice, then it can confuse you and make it more difficult. So I just say cut out the middleman. You know, cut out friends' advice, cut out advice of family. Go to God first. Don't let him be your last resort. Talk to him first. So go to God first because he already knows what you should do. And he's going to tell you what to do. And the great thing about this, God is going to tell you the right thing to do based on 
what he has in store for you. So go to him first, listen to what he tells you to do, and then do what God says. This is the only advice that I can give anyone in this type of situation. Just give it to God, trust God, and believe that God has already worked this out for you. Because God's not going to tell you anything wrong. He's not going to let you be led astray. He is going to tell you the right thing to do. And we can always trust God because what he says goes and he's always right. He's not going to give us conflicting advice and he's not going to give us bad advice. He's going to tell us the right thing to do. So that would be my advice to anyone in this situation. Just go to God and let him tell you what to do. Now, the song that I want to share with you today is a song that I wrote called Why Women Cheat. I wrote this song because at that time in my life, my trust was broken. And this song is a compilation of feelings from both me and my friends who have gone through difficult and tough times in our personal lives when our trust was broken. But with the help of God, we were able to stay faithful in our relationships. And so for your listening pleasure and without further ado, here is the song, Why Women Cheat. She told me he took off his ring and acted like it didn't mean a thing. He refuses to spend time with her and blames her for things that she can't control. Her heart is breaking deep inside. All she does is pray and cry and she longs to be with someone else who can help her heal her brokenness. Now I know why women cheat when they have a man at home. I understand, I understand. Now I know why women cheat when they have a man at home. I understand, I understand. He's constantly screaming at her and telling her that he doesn't love her. He takes all his anger out on her. He won't even go to church with her. Her heart is breaking deep inside. All she does is pray and cry and she longs to be with someone.
if you are enjoying spending time with me as much as I enjoy spending time with you, then please go to iTunes and leave a positive review for the show. It would be amazing to get some feedback from you. Well, I think that is all for today. So until next week, hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you. And no matter what, you're going to make it through. Bye bye for now. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you, no matter what.